Hello, and welcome to the Modern Medical Miracles Podcast. My name is Michael, and I'm currently a pre-med student at Utah Valley University. I love people, and talking to others about medicine and faith are a couple of my favorite topics. This podcast contains interesting medical stories, modern-day miracles in medicine, and an applicable scripture of the day. Please enjoy, and if you have a cool medical story, a modern-day miracle, or anything else to share, send me a message at medicalmiraclespodcast.com at gmail.com. So I don't know how much I have actually introduced myself on these podcasts. I know I've mentioned that I'm a pre-med student at UVU, that I want to specialize in pediatrics. Uh, I'm sure I've mentioned before that I'm married. Me and my wife, Emily, both live in Provo. Um, We've been married for coming up on two years. Um, but something else about me is we are expecting our first child, a son, to be born at the beginning of June of this year. So we're about mm, five weeks away, I think. We have a countdown. It's somewhere in the 40s, high 30s, low 40s as far as the days go. But with the anticipation of a new child coming to our family, there's a lot of excitement and then there's also a lot of fear and worry not only about the state of the world and how I'm going to raise a child in the world today and, and all of that thing, stuff, but if you add up all of these statistical probabilities that something is going to be wrong with your child, whether that is a developmental issue, whether that's a neurological issue, whether they have you know, medical conditions as far as um, organs haven't fully developed, any of that, If you add up all of those probabilities, you are pretty much 100% guaranteed to have a child with something wrong. But more times than not, we don't. More times than not, the child comes out and he's fine or she's fine. And even if they do have issues, sometimes they come out and they spend, you know, maybe a week in the NICU and then they go home and everything's okay. And so I think birth in general is a huge miracle. And that's something that I've recognized I have to put my faith and trust in that like, okay, everything's going to be all right. And even if something's wrong, it's going to be okay. Um, Because having a baby is stressful enough, let alone worrying about all the things that can go wrong. And so kind of in this light, I wanted to share... um, just a quick story that was written uh, by a person several years ago. Um, They were a doctor and they were just writing an opinion piece for the LA Times. Uh, They start off by saying, medical textbooks taught me exhaustively about disease processes, medicines, and interventions. Conveniently, the textbook patients behaved as predicted. Ten years of medical practice, however, have taught me that many times actual people do not respond as planned. I have learned to listen to the subtleties, never mentioned in books, such as a patient's faith, support system, or stress level, and to expect a few unknowns, such as prayer or even the lunar calendar, because I realize that all these things can affect a patient's outcome. Later in the article, they tell a story about a night they were spending in the hospital and they were delivering babies and things were going great. They would hear 
several times over the intercom intern for delivery, which basically means that the delivery is super low risk, that everything's going to go fine and that they can teach interns using those deliveries. And so this was going on all night. Several people were, were having babies and everything was going fine. And then, um, he walked into a room after hearing intern for delivery and there was a 16 year old mom who was in labor. He begins the story here. He says about 8 PM hospital workers wheeled in another woman, obviously in active labor. She looked to be about 16 and stared up at me, her eyes wild with pain and fear. We placed her on a table and I was about to yell um, to push when I looked down and realized she had already started pushing and had pushed out a tiny foot. The baby was breech. I knew enough about breech deliveries to know that rarely is a vaginal delivery attempted and almost never in a first delivery. Under my breath, I told the nurse to get help while out loud I told the woman to not push. Thankfully, the second year resident came quickly and said the woman would have to try to push the baby out. The junior and senior residents rushed in to help and I grabbed the woman's head. I held her hand and tried to fix her terrified eyes on mine. The senior resident screamed for the woman to push very hard. The woman's eyes dilated with pain and she squeezed my hand and pushed. Just then the baby's heart monitor alarm sounded. The heart rate was dropping. The baby was in distress. The senior resident yelled that we would have to crash her, uh, quote, crash in quotes, uh, medical parlay for an emergency cesarean section. Anesthesia for delivery, peas for delivery, boomed over the loudspeaker, and those two teams of doctors ran in almost immediately. The room erupted into chaos. The pediatricians were readying the resuscitative gear. The anesthesiologists were mixing the drugs. The senior uh, OB residents were barking orders while the whole time the baby alarm was blaring. Struggling to remember my high school Spanish, this, this patient was um, a Spanish-speaking woman. She whispered to her, or he whispered to her, Está bien, it's fine. As her darting eyes glazed shut from the anesthesia, she loosened her crushing grip on my hand and I moved back into the corner watching my hand, watching with my hand over my mouth. The junior and senior residents opened her abdomen in one movement while the second year pushed the baby's feet from below. The senior resident hissed for the junior resident to push the foot, but it was stuck. It seemed like forever. The foot finally dislodged as the senior resident reached in practically to his elbows and pulled the baby out. He passed the limp-looking baby to the waiting pediatricians who gathered the baby up and whisked the child into the incubator. There was silence. Everyone was watching the huddled group of pediatricians. As the, science lasted, as the silence lasted longer and longer, feeling very small under my breath, I said, please, God, let it be okay. And then it happened. Softly at first to whimper, we strained to listen, and a few seconds later, a louder cry. I gulped and looked around the room. I was not the only one wiping away tears. The mother awoke a few minutes later to the sound of her daughter's cry. Finishing the article, the doctor writes, I walked to the parking lot a few hours later, my head spinning. I realized that doctors, for all the knowledge and technology that we have, occasionally are just witnesses to bigger, to events bigger than ourselves. And so from that, 
obviously that's a, a pretty traumatic story, a pretty traumatic experience. Breach babies, it's dangerous to deliver a breach baby. Um, currently my wife's baby's breach. Obviously we still have time for, for him to turn, but I think that's just one, one instance, one thing that can go wrong. And there's a plethora of other things, several things that we can't see that we can't correct during labor. But knowing that everything's going to be okay and having the faith to move forward and do it anyway is pretty powerful to me. Wanting to be a pediatrician, lots of things in the scriptures stick out to me and it's kind of just a shift in thoughts. But in Matthew chapter 19, we learn about an instance of Christ with children, how he treats them. It says in Matthew 19, verses 13 through 15, Then were there brought unto him little children, that he should put his hands on them and pray, and the disciples rebuked them. So people brought their kids to Christ for him to bless them. And the disciples probably with good intentions, understanding that Christ is very busy, that he has people to heal, that he has a ministry to attend to, uh, thinking that, oh, he doesn't have time to just bless your children. Um, but after that, it says, But then Jesus said, Suffer little children, and forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed thence. So why would Christ take the time to bless these people's children? And what is he trying to teach us? And what are we supposed to learn from that story? I think we can learn a lot from our children. Children are, are very innocent. They are in this period of their life where they're developing and they're learning. And as we can observe them, I think we can learn as well. I don't know if I've mentioned before, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So I am a Christian. I study a lot from the Bible, learn about Christ's life there uh, and his ministry. But I also study from a book of scripture called the Book of Mormon. I should say, and I also study from a, a book of scripture called the Book of Mormon. Neither is more important necessarily to me than the other as far as what it teaches about Christ's life. But the Book of Mormon is just another record of Christ and his dealings with the people in ancient America as he came to visit and minister to them after his resurrection. If you want to know more about that church or the Book of Mormon, you can visit comeuntochrist.org. Um, missionaries there will will be able to help you kind of break down some of those differences. But I want to read a scripture uh, from Mosiah in the Book of Mormon. So this is a prophet speaking, just talking about Christ and bearing his testimony and preaching of him. And in Mosiah chapter 3, verse 19, it talks about how we should put off the natural man, that the natural man is an enemy to God and that we need to yield to the guidance of the Holy Ghost, of the Spirit. And then it's, he says, 
that we need to becometh a saint through the atonement of Christ the Lord, and becometh as a child, submissive, meek, humble, patient, full of love, willing to submit to all things which the Lord seeth fit to inflict upon him, even as a child doth submit to his father. So if you think about those attributes of what a child is, a child is submissive, meek, humble, patient, full of love, willing to submit to all things that are to be inflicted upon him. Those are all attributes of Christ. Those are all things Christ did when he lived on this earth. And those are all things he continues to do, I'm sure. And so not only can we learn things as we observe children, um, we can also spiritually be brought closer to Christ as we observe them and as we try to become more like they are. One of my favorite verses of scripture is also in the Book of Mormon. It's in the same same book in Mosiah. And this is another prophet speaking. Uh, his name is Abinadi, and he's preaching to, to the people. One of the things he says in Mosiah chapter 15, verse 25, is very short and simple. It almost seems like it's just interjected there um, for no reason. But he says, and little children also have eternal life. This is after he's talked about how we can all gain salvation and, and have eternal life through uh, accepting the, the atonement of Christ. And now through his grace, we can become more like him and, and gain eternal life. But he says, and little children also have eternal life. Little children... are examples to us. It's a miracle that they are born into this life, typically born into this life as normal as they are with all of the, the medical things that can go wrong and later in life, all the mental disabilities and struggles that can happen. But I think there's a reason why people say childbirth is a miracle beyond just the fact that all of these things can happen. I think one of the main reasons why childbirth is a miracle and why birth is a miracle is because it brings a person into this life, a spirit into this life, who can then learn and progress and who we can learn from and progress with. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, if you have a cool medical story, a modern day miracle, or anything else to share, send me a message at medicalmiraclespodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.